And it if you don't know that, then you don't deserve to get in. I'm sure that's what James is struggling with right now. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's never the last one to log in. Right. James, did you forget the password? Well, we got yep. there. Yep. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> like, we, we knew that you, you're never the last one. I was like, he's struggling with the password. Trying to I had to scroll back through the messages to find it. <laughs> I did the same thing. There you go. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol United Saints Podcast. Hey, what's up, Houdat Nation? Yeah, thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. And uh, before we begin this episode, this is your daily reminder to tune in to our Facebook live stream draft night party, uh, where we are going to... Be live for the entire first round of the NFL draft. As is, of course, the tradition. And as usual, we'll be inviting our Dome Patrol podcast listeners on the show to have a couple of drinks with us. We're going to be there beginning to the end, and then we're going to overreact to whatever decision the Saints make. On this episode, however... What day is that? That's going to be April 27th. It's a Thursday. Yes. It's a Thursday, April A 27th. month from today. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Oh, yeah. That's why I was confused. All right, on this episode, we're going to talk about the recent signing of wide receiver Brian Edwards, big headline receiver. Super Bowl. Right, right. All right, we're going to talk about recent uh, the PFF free agency scores for the NFC South, the Vegas' odds for the Saints over-under wins, and a few other topics that are circulating around the team and around the league this week. So put your hands and legs inside your earbuds, keep your seatbelts on at all times, and enjoy the show. On the show, we – yeah, I said it backwards – on the show, we have Wesley, James, and Jason. Jason, welcome back to the land of the Houdat Nation. That's right. Back from the bayou. That's right. How was the bayou? The bayou was great. I ate a lot. I think I gained a few pounds. And I got some sugar. So That's great. Thanks for stopping by. And that's not code for anything. Did you get consent? He <laughs> <laughs> got some sugar. You got that white snow. All right, let's talk about Brian Edwards joining the New Orleans Saints. I'll start this off by a comment that I made with the... <laughs> Who the, the fuck is Brian Edwards? Is that your comment? Are we, are we sure it's not Braylon? <laughs> is it Braylon? Some know it's Brian. Somebody said it was Braylon earlier on. Okay, thank you. Jason. I'm like, did I make a mistake? Because I don't ever get names wrong. Colin Saunders comes to mind. So, <laughs> look, I got it right, you see? No, okay, so... A lot of fans from opposing teams making fun or, or talking shit about the Saints and this signing as though we are signing him to be our wide receiver one or two when clearly or three. or three or four, probably. I don't know, maybe four. But it's it is funny how the rest of the league is is thinking that they're poking fun of us. But the reality is that we're so prepared for next season. We're already looking for our bench strength. Anything that pushes Traquan Smith and Keith Kirkwood further down the roster is good with me. Mm. So you don't like Traquan? Uh, but he's I've a seen good enough. blocker for yeah, Jamal I've Williams. Seen, I've seen enough. <laughs> the only guy still here from the 2018 draft class. How was it him? Because he can block. Him. Can he, though? Can he? 
It's, yes. Okay. We 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 look at the stat and the staying healthy that yeah, he cannot the, do. But, but also, we're supposed to be talking about Brian Edwards. But the fact that he's so bad at catching that every single time he's on the field, it's a run play, kind of gives away our offense. Right. <laughs> it's, I mean, oh, you mean kind of like Taysom? I mean, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Brian Edwards, what do you like about this? Why do you like this signing? I mean, big-bodied receiver that has a relationship with with Carr. Um, has proven that they can work together, um, is a contested catch guy. And listen, we can sit there and say, yeah, but he hasn't had that many catches. But with the with the amount of catches he's had, a large percentage of them have been contested catches. He's somebody that goes and fights for the ball, um, which is what we're going to need from your fourth and fifth receiver. Um, listen, if Michael Thomas stays healthy, big if, I get it. Um, Juwan Johnson is going to catch more balls than him. Michael Thomas is going to catch more balls than him. Alave and Shahid are going to catch more balls than him. Alvin Kamara, even he suspended half a year, is going to catch more balls than him. Uh, and, and probably some rookie that we bring in is going to catch more. I mean, Brian Edwards is a guy that when you throw him the ball, at least has a relationship with Derek Carr has proven he can catch the ball. And I don't even want to really care about what he did last year with Atlanta, who had a quarterback who could not throw the ball and didn't even try to throw the ball with, with Mariota. Um, so, so, I mean, who knows what that is. But, I mean, if he comes in, the last year that he played with Derek Carr in an offense like the Saints offense, he had 571 yards receiving. If he does that, I'm happy. Like, if, if our fourth receiver has 500 yards receiving, like, get out of here. What, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. James, what do you what are, what are the con, the fair cons about this or Jason the fair negatives about signing Brian Edwards? I don't. I, I'm not, any... I say Jason because I think you were the one in our private chat that was meh about it. Well, I just I don't have any cons about him. I just eh, it's fine. It's depth. I'm not expecting a ton from him. It's fine. Like I honestly, don't like I feel bad that I'm on a Saints podcast and I say it. I honestly don't care. It's fine. Like, like James said, if he pushes some of the other shitty receivers off the roster, then fine. But it's not like I'm expecting a ton of stuff from him. So, yeah, look, it's fine. They want to make a move. That's fine. Whatever. It's good. (laughs) Okay. James, 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 we only have 11 more seconds that we're allowed to talk about Brian Edwards, who's our fourth or fifth receiver. So, James, you got to close it quick, right? I've I've, I've already said my piece. Anything that moves Keith Kirkwood and Traquan Smith further down the roster is good to me. Oh, well, he only took his 11 seconds. Look at that. <laughs> well, that's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank <laughs> Bye-bye, Braylon Donkeys. Don't forget. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this donkey bite. <laughs> all right. Uh, Brian Edwards, you're right. I mean, it's not really necessary to spend a whole bunch of time about a guy who's going to come in for package plays or things like that. All right. So having topic... said that, by with our with our history, by week four, he might be our number He'll one. He'll be a starter. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> like, 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 oh, Keith Kirkwood has played multiple games as like the number one and number two receiver the last two seasons. I don't care right now. Season. Yeah, at some we'll point. Pine in for yeah, Jason, you better start I'm going to be forced right. to care a lot more than I should. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, speaking of Callaway, Sean Payton took Callaway. So that's something I didn't say in the intro, but let's take a quick moment about Sean Payton and the Denver Saints now have 16 former saints or players or coaches combined on the denver saints team now he came after callaway i mean and we all knew sean payton liked marquez callaway because of the way that he used him when he was here in his last year granted he had to but i mean seriously is is this maybe an example of how sean payton gets so laser focused and tunnel visioned on a player no matter how 
good or bad the player is and it's just i want that guy on my team and why it's why he spends four draft picks on adam travel yeah yeah this, like he this... has certain guys like Taysom hill like he was going to get Taysom hill on the field granted that's fair but callaway too well he was or... the next he's steve young he's the next steve young <laughs> Because well, um, Callaway is no Taysom. No he Taysom. Said, oh, Taysom, 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 Taysom said okay. that about Taysom. Yeah. Hey, so I'll just say, listen, and I, I believe eventually in the next few years that Peyton will have success in Denver. I think he'll. He, having said that, this makes me step back from that a little bit. If he had changed teams in 2014 or 15 and taken a bunch of Saints players and coaches, I got you. The last three years, I'm not sure if that's the Saints players and coaches you should yeah. be picking. Well, he did not, take Joe Vitt. Hold on. He, he, I mean, he, he well, not took, but he. <laughs> well, you remember when, when we finally fired Joe Vitt, what did our right. defense do? It went to the fucking moon. I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's he's kind of chasing the wrong version of the Saints. <laughs> or, or unless he's like, no, that's not why. It didn't work because of these guys. It worked because it was in New I, Orleans. I, I just want to say, I. Do not, I will not be hypocritical. I'm going to take any further because I said the same thing about Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen had coaches that worked for him for the Raiders. Those coaches have gone on to do good things and have success in other systems. And then everybody, when we got them back together five years later, was like, oh, he's getting back the sucky Raiders coaching staff. And and so you, I think you can spin this. I think you can spin this one way or the other. I think if you get Joe Vitt, you're not trying to make him a defensive coordinator. You're not trying to make him your interim head coach. You're just having him focus on one particular set of defensive like players. It He's probably going to oh. kill that. Just like Doug Marone. Doug Marone does not need to be our offensive coordinator, does not need to be the assistant head coach. But if he's going to teach the offensive lineman to block and that's all he's going to do, Doug Marone's an all-star. So The other thought I had about specifically Joe Vitt was maybe Joe Vitt is good for when you're coming on to a new team and you're going to change the culture and you need your right-hand guy. You know, he's like the, the hand of the king kind of guy. And maybe that's why he's got you. And Joe Vitt is good for that. And then after about two or three years of setting that culture and you've got it established, it's time to let Joe Vitt go back into hiding until you move to your next team and you just bring him out for those moments. And we know how much of a control freak is. Peyton's going to do Peyton, no matter who's how many people are working for him and what they've done. Like Peyton's going to be in charge. of. So you bring your guys in that you trust and that trust you and that are going to actually help you establish that type of control and that's yep. maybe why you, he brings joe Vitt. you know when you leave the room they're going to repeat exactly what you said exactly the way you said it and there's yeah no yeah and he's no going to report back to payton what other people were saying about For sure. oh, oh this guy's a problem right so okay uh never about Sean payton he's not a saint anymore uh pff <laughs> PFF uh, announced their own free agency scores uh, late last week. Uh, The NFC South, they ranked the Saints last with a C. And the Falcons and Panthers, were they first with a B plus or B minus? Falcons, Panthers, and Buccaneers all had a B and we had a C. Yeah. Ranking their offseason moves so far. Right. So... What the fuck? Because what did well one admittedly I'm not following the Falcons and Panthers and Tampa Bay's moves like I'm following the Saints moves. So do do they deserve bees? Well, how can Tampa Bay get a better score than us when they sign Baker in Mayfield? So so just just immediately it was a time we won a Baker. You can throw out a lot of other stuff. Um, so you know we we lost Davenport for a contract we shouldn't have matched. Um, but on quarter and they lost. Um, Leonard Fournette, they've lost two offensive linemen again after already having a bad offensive line. They lost Tom Brady. But, 
But I mean, here's I, the deal. Yep. We went, we're talking about upgrade they not, this season. We went from Andy Dalton to Carr. They went from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. And they got a better grade. And they got a better grade. Like what, The only thing that makes sense is if they're not dinging them, like they're not deducting points for losing Tom Brady because Tom Brady retired and it's not a move. It's not a decision. You know what I mean? They made a decision to sign Baker Mayfield, though. Right. I know. Like So that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not even going to argue whether they get a B or not. That's between them and them. So why would we I, get a C? Well, no, what, I, actually, what about our decisions and our signings? Gets well, but us actually a C? the other way. I could be okay with them giving us a C in a vacuum, but we're comparing us to other teams. I'm okay with us getting a C, but Tampa Bay gets a D minus. Like it's because our grade's not in a vacuum. It's it's you're comparing the whole NFC South. Their their off season's been worse than ours. Uh, great, don't give us an A for getting Derek Carr. Great. But Which they've that, have that I don't grade. understand. You signed the best quarterback in the free agency period. And we have spent the most new contracts, I think second between of all teams. Well, also, like, yeah. do we not get credit for taking the salary cap situation from $6 billion over the cap to $23 trillion under the cap? I mean, come on. I might be exaggerating the numbers a little bit, but you get the point. I think well, you're, you're close. You're only off by a million. Right. Or I could do like succession, ten billion conversation. Uh, what's what's you just rounding? Yeah, just round round up. What's a half a million dollars? So yeah. so, and I can see them not giving us credit for keeping Michael Thomas. He was under contract. Whatever the contract negotiations, he was under contract last year. He's under contract this year, and he hasn't played in three years. So don't we call that a wash? But I mean, no, that's a good. We didn't the, the, the structure we, of the deal. We, we gets didn't you an A. We didn't overpay Marcus Davenport, who had half a sack last year. And you know what? Williams may not be a superstar, but he scored more touchdowns than anybody in the NFL last year. Give us some credit for that. Like, there's that's a positive for the con- the amount that he signed in a contract. Um, yeah. And then I'm I'm just sorry the, the the car contract signing alone is worth a B grade mm-hmm. if if you do right. nothing else. But and that's what I'm saying. Like PFF clearly is not looking into the details of these decisions. They're just looking. There, it's probably so. It, they're probably also doing it because they know they can get a rise out of us. So, probably based on their stupid ratings anyway. Either right, either that or Jonathan Abram is is the one Z F that's bringing <laughs> us. We we had an A, but Abram gave us <laughs> you dropped your grade down to a well, C. I mean, everybody grabbed about Marcus Williams leaving and what that did to the defense. So we needed to bring in a safety who can miss tackles to <laughs> replace Marcus Williams. So I mean, it, it's actually probably an upgrade, right? All right, now, so we, so what would you grade the Saints? In, in fairness, what would you grade the Saints free agency so far? I'd, I'd probably give it a flat B, or um, off-season moves. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're regardless of what happened, you lost two veterans off your line, and Caden Ellis. We know if if everybody's healthy, is our third linebacker next year that you could overpay. But last year he had an impact. I think he's what second on the team in sacks, mm-hmm. um, or third. Yeah. He had seven and a half sacks last year, so. I mean, but but I'd, I'd give us a flat B. I'm not, not calling us an A plus, but Carr is a huge get, and I think everything else is kind of a wash of the of how you can go back and forth. I mean, maybe you can say Onyemata and Davenport, like they were experienced in the in the system, losing those. We're bringing in two guys that haven't yeah, been. You established, we established two episodes but, ago that the losing Williams. those two players is shouldn't ding us. So I mean, they shouldn't. I mean, they're they're they are the because you Ellis of the defensive line. I mean, they're guys that played a little bit and looked good. And let's give them some more playing time. See mm-hmm. if they can uh, right. you know, keep keep up that pace. And and uh, and Williams is a positive signing for a team that needs somebody. 
Yep. Having said that, I think we're going to, the draft, we're set up to, I think it, do we've addressed see. a lot of issues. So what we have to do in the draft is makes, you know, looks pretty easy. Yeah. Jason, James, either one of you have a grade different than a B, a flat I wouldn't, B. I, I wouldn't grade because I think grades are dumb. <laughs> you know, we've had, we're, I mean, you, you could argue the Saints did probably as well as they could have in the off season. I mean, they're, I think they're better. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we lost Nielsen. That stings to me, but, and we still have Dennis Allen as a coach. But in terms of the player side, I mean, I like Williams. I There's the C. The, the defensive, I'd go B minus. I don't like him, yeah. but again, like these, you know, it's a bunch of nerds behind a computer just threw out a grade. You know, who, who gives? Whoa, 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 man. Why are you going to be making fun of us like that? But okay, but say so. That's so what having we do said with that, each other. <laughs> having said that, Jason, like whatever our grade is, B, B minus, you want to give it a C plus, whatever it is. But can you make any sense of Atlanta, Carolina, or Tampa Bay having a higher grade than us? No. I mean, well, I. So obviously, Carolina Car- maybe. Car- right, Carolina made 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 the big trade to get to the one overall pick. They're going to get their quarterback. They did have Who- some nice signings. They signed DJ Shark. So I mean, they traded DJ Moore for DJ Chart. That's the wrong DJ. I mean, yeah, two 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 sides of a coin. It doesn't. I don't think it really matters. Yeah, James, but, grade. So yeah, yeah. I I'm I'd probably say somewhere between a B minus and a B. Um, the main thing was getting Derek Carr, and that's that's what we've done, and we have massively upgraded the quarterback play. Um, I think, I think Wesley, you made the point. We are perfectly set up for the draft now. We don't, we don't have to make any stupid moves. We will because it's what we do. But we, you know, we we could pick at twenty nine and forty and get two really good players who are going to contribute straight away. Well, and after signing Brian Edwards, I think we have around thirteen and thirteen or so, thirteen or fourteen million dollars left to spend. Three three point two of that's going to go to our draft class. So like we still have ten million dollars to spend, and that's that could be six players. I mean, with the way the, the Saints be. do stuff. Could what be. would it take to get an A? Like you, everybody's given. You're all given a B. What's missing? There wasn't. Um, there wasn't really anything to do to get an A other than bringing in a new coach or bringing in like a really really good quarterback. This, I mean. So if we trade a third for DeAndre Hopkins and then also sign Ngakwe or Frank Clark to a free agent deal, we're an A. Okay. I mean, you do those those two things, which we I don't think we can do. Um, but but you do you do both of those. Yeah, great. Hey. So you're saying of course, then as we've seen with the Saints, we'll be the one team dinged for giving too much for DeAndre Hopkins at 31 years old. Who yeah, who would pay that for him? So I mean, who knows? That's right. <clears throat> but you know what's weird is that we get the lowest grade in free agency, but Vegas is predicting us to go from last in the division to first in the division. Well, because Vegas knows what the hell they're right. doing. Which brings that's, us to that's the next... called a segue. Uh-huh. So that brings us to the topic of the Vegas over under for wins. And they are giving the Saints 9.5 wins, which is nice because that's a really good spot to decide whether i mean basically you're 10 or 9 right and so which of you feels like you would take the over 
on nine and a half wins based on today's current roster when the number came out. I'm probably the only one that would take the over. You take the over. <laughs> it, it, else is a little scared. <laughs> I know. I, I, I would. I just look at the, I just look at our schedule and like, I, I would just have to take the over. It, I would take, now, the I think over. it's like 51% that we're going to be the over, but it's more than it's more than the under. Yeah. I would take the over. If I knew that we wouldn't lose a lot of these starters to injury, which like, so in a, in a theoretical world, I'm taking the over, but if I'm putting real money on the line, I'm taking the under because you know, we're going to have some injuries. Yeah, so I mean, the you roster wanna, you that you have me today that is Thomas not the plays roster. 17 games. <laughs> you want to guarantee me that. Right. Yeah. And then you also have the unknowns. I mean, I know Dennis Allen gets dinged and he's like, oh, he's going to ruin everything. Uh, Dennis Allen doesn't have anything to do with the offense. So if you're going to take the under because you think that the offense is going to underperform, it's not a Dennis Allen indictment. It's a Pete Carmichael indictment. So at least at least if you're going to take the under, tell us that it's because of Pete Carmichael, not because of Dennis Allen. No, I'm taking the under because of Dennis fucking Allen. Oh, all right. What is is Dennis Allen done to make you think that he can even have a winning record as a head coach? I mean, the offseason decisions seem pretty good. He's won four games, four games, and zero games. Then he won seven games. The the under is the easy automatic play that you have to do until he proves otherwise. So his three, his his quarterback has been rookie Derek Carr that he promoted in the middle of the season okay. and Andy freaking Dalton <laughs> that that's, that's, I mean, I'm the, the end of his career. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, and, look, I'm sorry, the, the man's history and says, a Michael Thomas list saints, the, the man's history says, you got to prove it to me. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's as, fair. I mean, it's as simple it, as that. Not, like, I'm, I'm, like I'm taking my, wrong. I'm taking my heart out of it because last year we all bought in. We're like, no, Dennis Allen's going to be fine. The roster's great, and we saw what happened. So I'm not going to get sucked in again. I'll gladly take the over and lose. Oh, but I'm, also, I mean, but the, I'm taking oh, the under. Oh, yeah. The perfect Chase description the of the nine and a half, though. I was uh, a couple of days ago. I was talking to our friend of the show, Nick Underhill, about this, and he said nine and a half is an absolutely diabolical number. That was, I mean, he's just like, because it's, it makes sense to go, to go over, uh, to be fair, I will uh, admit he said he would take the over, um, mm. but, but uh, that that's, that's a, you're just like, it, you look at the schedule, it makes so much sense, but my Lord, 10 sounds like a whole lot of wins after what we've watched the last it's couple of It is funny. It's the just line, a huge, like, double between digit nine number, and, and like, 10, right. How Once can you I believe into- in this? Double digits in the wind column. It gets a lot scarier. Uh, James, where are you going with this one? I'm I'm with Jason on this one. Um, until Dennis Allen shows me otherwise, I can't take the over. Um, you know, start the season well, and you'd be like, okay, we might have a shot here of getting to ten wins. But as it stands right now, I don't believe. Yeah. I don't believe that'll be the case, and I would take the under. You're not going to be able to take the over nine and a half after you start well now that's the mood numbers gonna no move up no, to yeah, no, 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 no 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 i know that i know but that. no i mean i mean uh, the vegas line wait, has us james are you pre- are you saying seat. you don't predict us to go 17 and 0 i've never heard that I've from you before never predicted us to go 17 and 0 oh yeah like 20 and 0 whatever it takes to win the super bowl <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever you do uh, every james off-season. should always i think james every offseason high in his can, can, uh, can i can i just say that i got 13 and 3 right twice yeah i certainly didn't get a decade ago 15 and 
two right last yeah. year. So, <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's fair because of the whole Dennis Allen argument and even the P. Carmichael argument is fair because until we see what they can do with these this roster and if this roster can stay healthy, I do think the the real money safer bet is the under. But yep. It, the hope that I, the Saints have built inside of me the last three weeks, four weeks, makes me want to take the over. Look at you. Oh, so, it's going to so be so bring, great when your heart is sucking me back again. in. I yep. know. They're sucking me back in. Bring, bringing all this full circle, the Panthers and Falcons were put at seven and a half. The Bucks at six and a half. Strange. Again, this is what I brought up. Strange that the Saints were in last place in the division last year, but we've had the worst offseason in the division, but now we're predicted to finish first. And then two, only two teams in the NFC are higher than nine and a half. 49ers at 11 and a half, Eagles at Eagles. 10 and a half. And then there's two more teams at nine and a half. One makes sense. It's the Cowboys. Also at nine and a half, the Detroit Lions. Yes. Ooh, everybody, they're going to be the hot team this year for sure. My goodness. With yeah, they are, they are, Vegas thinks they're going to win that division. I mean, I, I don't know if I can disagree with that, but 10 uh, wins is, I mean. That's, I can't be... take the Lions with 10 wins. Although, you know, 10 wins is, I mean, it's out of 17 games now, not 16. So 10 and 7. You 10 know, and 7, I mean, they went, what were they like? They were, what, 9 and 8 last year? Okay, shit, if I know. All they need is one more win, right? Like, mm-hmm. I know I mean, they missed the playoffs, but if they, they don't start out as bad as they started out last you year. You know, I, yeah. I bet if they have six more interceptions than they did last year. They will get one more win. <laughs> no, they don't get sign CJ Gardner Johnson and his six interceptions. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, so here's what we're gonna do. I'm going to edit point here. I'm gonna close this sh- as a show out, and then we'll immediately record a second show where we'll talk about Lamar and the NFL rule changes. I'm gonna go pee. Okay. So all right, that brings us to final thoughts. James, do you have any final thoughts this episode? Um, yeah, we were talking about PFF before. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very disappointed that they've now put their mock draft simulator behind the paywall. Oh, I'm so not I now can't do all. a seven round mock draft on the PFF website unless I pay for it. I can only do two rounds. So cube PFF. So is there another platform that you can use to play your little I, I, games? Not, not, that I've, not that I've found yet. There probably is. Um, but PFF was the one that I went to. It was easy to use. And they've stuck it behind a paywall. Okay. So, yeah. If you're listening. That, I, now, hold on now. We might be able to fix that for you in the future. I'm, I know. All right. Jason, final thoughts. I don't really have anything... Saints related. Pels seem to be on a little streak here. They're going to win tonight. Can they they make the play-in still? Oh, they're they're currently the seventh seed, so they're on top of the play-in at this point. They could still make the six or the five seed. Possibly, they they could be uh, the six seed by tomorrow morning. I think they're only two games out of the four seed. So, I mean, I don't expect them to make that, but yeah, Yeah. if they could just somehow get, get it to six and not have to go in the play in win, win, win tonight against a very shorthanded blazers team. Um, and then it's golden state tomorrow night. And that's the big one. Yep. That'll be the, you mean a short sleeve to blazers. No, no, no. The blazers have literally got 17 players injured. (laughs) You missed it. Yeah. 
You'll, you'll catch I, it on the replay. I, I'm not going to listen. I ignore That's all right. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> um, do you think there's any risk that the NBA and the, through their officiating are going to prevent the Pelicans from advancing past the... Well, well, the NBA, the NBA did actually change the rules so Luca could play. They rescinded Again. his technical. But they also, rescinded his technical. Um, the, I mean, the, the it NBA, was it was a bullshit tech that gets that would get rescinded all the time. That didn't take long, did it? <laughs> Perspective. Uh, the NBA. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a, it was dog shit. Well, we've also got some dog shit techs that weren't rescinded, but they also weren't the 16th to to get to get suspended. But the the NBA and the refs have been doing everything they can to make sure the Lakers make the playoffs. Oh man. It's been the free throw difference. You, you need to look the, at the free, the foul and free throw difference between the Lakers and everybody insane. else in the league. It's insane. It's they have bonkers. twice as many, like the, the differential, their differential is like 400. The next team is like 198. The Pelicans differential is 45. I was, the Lakers was is 411. Yeah. 400. So it's, <laughs> It's so, so you think there's obvious. it's the NFL refs, it's the NBA officials, it's pretty much pro sports officiating alliances against it, New Orleans. In the last four games, the Lakers have 73 more free throws than their opponents. And they're that's, like that's 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 a swing of like 17 points a game. And they're and they're only I mean, like 26th in terms of getting to the rim, which would lead to drawing more fouls. So it's not like they're being more aggressive going Aggr- to the yeah. to draw those fouls. Wow. They're the Lakers. That's it. It should be. It's, it's, it's just amazing to actually like see it so blatantly obvious. The data and everybody calling it out, and there's nothing you, the you can do about it. They had the, and they're just the big game it. against the Suns the other day, and the Suns had twenty free throws, and the Lakers had forty six. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's ridiculous. All right, Wesley. Final thoughts. What? Okay. <laughs> That's about that right. was the final thought. That's all the show we have. Yeah, I, I was like, I, I like us being the underdog. Um, we've screwed up before by getting too full of ourselves as a team and thinking that we we're just going to beat people by walking on the field and having more talent. Um, hopefully some of these little grades make sense um, and uh, keep everybody working. I, I get scared about us being uh, predicted to be one of the top three teams in the NFC. Like, I like it. It's, I see it. I see talent. It's got to come together. Um, but I, I just hope that nobody, hope everybody keeps that chip on their shoulder. I know Michael Thomas, if he's healthy, is going to play with a huge chip. I think Derek Carr is going to have a huge chip. He just got fired from his job. The entire country watched him get benched and nobody traded for him and he got cut and, you know, and he visited other teams and all like, and one of the other teams wanted Aaron Rodgers instead of him. Like there's nobody that should be more of a tandem that has more to prove than those two guys. Um, And Michael Thomas has got, you mean a hundred million dollar contract writing on this, if not more. So, uh, both of these guys should, uh, and, and you know, and Alvin Kamara, he's got a lot that he's got to prove too about himself as um, a teammate team. and, uh, and an NFL player and just a, a man in general right now. So let's. Uh, and so do Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael have absolutely. a lot to prove. And they've Bo- got, they've I, I got guarantee chips. you, both of them had uncomfortable conversations where, listen, Twitter's not the, the GM, but both of them know that a whole lot of people were throwing fits about them not getting fired. Yep. yep. And, and and there's only so much they can say publicly to defend themselves. So and then I would add to that that you have the uh, new atmosphere in the locker room. It's going to be brought on by Jamal Williams and Callan mm-hmm. Saunders when they pair up with uh, 
Cam Jordan. And yep. And there may not be a guy in the league more than Demario Davis and Cam Jordan that want to win a Super Bowl for this city and for this team. I mean, th <laughs> those two guys, as long as they've been around, as much as they've accomplished, that's what they haven't done. That's and right. they both talk about it a lot. So a lot of reason to believe and to have hope and to go take the over. So that's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Don't Patrol podcast. Follow us on Facebook. Look for Don't Patrol podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Don't Patrol PCAST and at Don't Patrol UK. And if you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, go to Don't Patrol podcast. Dad, come. Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, Braylon donkeys. Who they say they're going to beat them, say, who they? Who they? Who they say they're going to beat them, say, who they? Who they? Who they say they're going to beat them, say, who they?